What's up, guys? Welcome to Rice Cakes and Pears. Uh, if you're new, I'm so glad you're here. I hope you uh, enjoy what we talk about today. I have a, a really cool guest. He's an old friend of mine. It's Douglas O'Laughlin. Uh, we, we swam together back on the city of Plano Swimmers. Uh, lots of good times uh, joking around, making fun of the coach we didn't like at the time. Uh, <laughs> That's a deep memory, dude. What the heck? I seriously freaking remember it. Like, I, I remember you can't we can't drop a deep memory like that. I do remember that. I, you can't just drop that, that out of nowhere, man. That's. <laughs> I just remember we'd be in the lanes and we'd, we'd, we'd talk about Coach Jim and we'd just be like talking about how he's obsessed with his cats and like yeah. working on his car <laughs> yeah i remember that dude that's that's an old memory dude <laughs> it's dude, been a while it, it makes me smile and uh it makes me feel warm inside every time i think about those times oh nice i mean me yeah. too man <laughs> it's a long time ago okay sorry keep going <laughs> dude this is perfect this is how i like it so doug just completed uh the continental divide trail which spans over three thousand miles so it's it's not just a freaking one day hike it, t- it usually takes about five months and doug completed it in about four and a half and we're, we're gonna dissect this this journey this odyssey i don't really want to call it a hike it's, it's a journey and uh, i'm excited to just catch up with you doug how you doing bro pretty good man I'm just living life, uh, doing doing my things these days. So uh, processing what it's like to live post post hike, but um, I'm pretty good. I've, I've, my life's changed a lot, but most of the, mostly positive. So yeah. Yeah, that's so good to hear. I mean, it's been I mean nine years, almost a decade. Like it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you put it that way, time really does fly. But um, yeah, I remember. I feel like. I always think of um, our practices outdoors for some reason. Like I, I think of the summer practices a lot more than the indoors, but, but that's a whole other thing. But yeah, uh, it's been nine years. I have, yeah, where do you want to start? Dude, I'd love to, I mean, last time we really saw each other, you graduated high school in 2012. So mm-hmm. I'd love to hear like where you went post high school. Did you swim in college? What college did you, did you end up, Where? what did you study and what career path did you take? Yeah, so uh, I swam at Centenary uh, College, Louisiana, for a year. Uh, I got hurt, and I was kind of like, "Well, I can't really swim forever." Uh, <laughs> so I decided to to uh, to come back home for like a variety of reasons, and then I went to UTD for three years. Uh, and I graduated it with a bachelor's of finance. And so, obviously, I wanted to do finance. I was actually pretty pretty passionate about it by the time I graduated uh, high school. And I really wanted to work in investing. Uh, like I read all like the Warren Buffett books and all that stuff. And um, I got really lucky with uh, with my job. Uh, my former employer, Bowie Capital, shout out to the guys there, uh, to the folks yeah. there. They're awesome. Um, they they cold called the the university I was at UTD, and they're like, "Send me your best finance student." And uh, hilariously enough, that was me. So <laughs> I, I I worked really I'm not hard surprised. to get. Uh, yeah, and then. And so, yeah, I worked there for five years, I think, um, interning while I was in school and then full-time. Um, but it was a really good run. I started a month after they started, and then uh, I, I left in July of 2020. Yeah. Damn. And, yeah, so I, I left to do this hike because I really wanted to do an adventure like this. And, and yeah, something that got me excited for years and... It's like something I fetishized and thought a lot about. And I was like, oh, my God, I really want to do this. Like, I can't wait. Like, I want to. And so, yeah, I finally, like, 2020 was a good year for transitions and changes with all right. the, all the stuff with COVID. So I finally sent it. And, uh, yeah, so a- April of 2021, April 15th is when I started. So uh, the, the Continental Divide Trail. Wow. So I'd love to kind of, like, maybe dive into what was the motivator like were you just kind of sick of the business world you needed a, a breath of fresh air like what motivated you to go on such a journey um so i wouldn't say it was like sick of the business world I was maybe a little burnt out but not like yeah not i mean i'm not i'm, I'm still kind of doing it now that i'm back but i just wanted to live life in a different way than like the nine to five right like and and my mom actually of all people introduced like told me about the Appalachian Trail. So I like I knew a little bit about hiking subculture and I did a long hike after I graduated college. I did like a, a 200 mile hike and I was like, "Oh, I really like this." Like and I'm kind of good at it. Like I'm I legit like this and I really uh I finished that hike thinking, "I really want to do a real through hike one day." Like I want to do the whole thing. Um and so 
I kind of planned and prepared and saved up for years to to do this big hike, and then I finally pulled the trigger and did it. So um, originally, I wanted to do the Pacific Crest Trail, which is like <laughs> the most beautiful, wonderful trail. Um, but I am a I like to push myself, and the CDT is often considered the hardest trail. And and I knew I had the PCT in the bag, like. I just knew. So I was like, dude, let's send it. Like, let's go out with a bang. Like, let's, let's do this. So, um, yeah, I I decided to do the Continental Divide Trail, (laughs) which is usually the third of, of like the three hikes, the big three hikes in the United States. So that was my, my first hike and it was awesome. Like, yeah. Well, I was going to say, sorry to cut you off a little bit, but what, what would you say made it the most difficult out of the three? So, okay. So this is, this is like completely from other people who hike the trail with me who are triple crowners, meaning they've done all three. The Appalachian Trail is probably physically the hardest. It has the highest grade, and so it's not meant for like horses. So like it, you just go <laughs> up and down these mountains. The PCT is actually graded for horses, so the grade is really wow. easy. And so it's a little longer. It's like 2,600 versus 2,100 miles, but it's a lot easier on your knees and your life and like everything. <laughs> um, so I would say physically the hardest, but mentally the easiest, uh, the AT, like mile for mile, especially um, because and the mental easiness is like, there's a huge community of support on the AT. Every three days you can hit a town. People know what you're doing. Like hitching isn't hard. They're like people, people go out of their way to help you trail magic, which is like this concept where people who are not hiking, like essentially, like give you free stuff. Maybe there's some better yeah. way, but like help you on your journey essentially is, is maybe yeah, that's magic. a better way to put it. Yeah. It, no, it's magic, man. It's a real thing. Like yeah. you are down in the dumps and someone helps you out of their own free will, man. <laughs> it will move you in a way that I can't explain. Like, yeah, we like one day we are in, in New Mexico. We're walking on this like dusty road with no water. We're all like, just kind of pissed. Like it was, <laughs> I mean, New Mexico was like ugly. At least that part was. And, um, and this lady pulls over and she's like, um, I just finished camping. Do you want like some ham and cheese for some ham sandwiches? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, and like, you know, we're eating like ramen every single night. So we got like ham and cheese sandwiches and that was a great night, man. Like just those little things like really, really pop you over the edge. You're like, Oh, that's magic. Like you saved me a little bit. Um, sorry. Uh, we're going to bring it back to yeah, no, this the, is great. The, the, the three trails. Yeah. I could talk about hiker culture forever, but, um, and so the PCT is just a beautiful, wonderful trail. Like it's some argue it's much more scenic because the West has like a lot more mountains and views. The PCT still has a lot of support. It's graded easier. So it's not as much like, like straight up and down climbing and people know what you're doing. The CDT is like the bastard child between the two because it's longer. It's slightly harder than the PCT. It, um, like the AT is probably harder mile for mile, but like the, the carry. So the, the time in between towns are, is a lot longer. So it's like five to seven days. So you have to carry a lot more food because you don't have to carry just three days of food, five days of food. Like Mm. it adds up quick. And also no one knows what you're doing. People are like, (laughs) so, so like, like you don't get like free support, like like you do on the PCT and, and the AT. Like trail magic is really rare. I went all, I think I went through the entire state of Colorado without trail, like without anyone helping me. And that, that'd be like insane on the PCT or, or AT Dang. where it's like, you didn't go through a whole, you went through a whole state and no one helped you out or like gave you like some level. No, actually, no, I did get something in Colorado. Maybe it's Wyoming. Well, I went through an entire state without getting much. Wow. Um, so that ham and cheese moment was pretty like special then. Yeah. No. And so like, so on the, and this is like, you know, hearsay, every single time you cross a road on the AT, you probably will have some form of trail magic, whether if it's just a cooler filled with like, with like Gatorades, that says like hikers or something on it. Like you do not get that on the CDT. Wow. Like, and, and I would do anything for a cooler with like Gatorade or, <laughs> or Dr. Pepper, dude, like Dr. Pepper is so good. Like it just, it <laughs> my wife loves all, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe this is the wrong audience. I mean, you know, <laughs> rice carrots and pears are really good. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's all good. A little mixy mix. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, well, actually I was eating a rice cake the other day thinking of you. I was like, I wonder, I wonder how he dude. feels about these rice cakes. Yeah. Dude, dude. Um, Real, real side note, do, do you have a uh, favorite flavor of rice cake? Uh, no, I don't really have a favorite flavor. I've just been, I've been, I've been starting to get into the rice cake game. Yeah. I'm, I'm all, I'm here for any suggestions. Yeah. Uh, the cinnamon. It's very okay. good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Very sweet. Uh, the calories is, are very low. Okay. And I'll have to the look nutrition at it. is pretty good. Okay. If you're I'll have to look at it. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. So, um, so yeah, CDT, <laughs> I don't even know where it was. Uh, Trail Magic, yeah, it, it was like a whole, it was a whole thing. The CDT was the one that really scared me. And I like, that got me excited. Like, it, it was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, this is scary. Like, this is a real, like, white whale. Like, I don't know if I can do this. And that's why I got really excited to do the CDT. Um, yeah. Dude, and, how did you, how did you go about preparing for it? Like, what was the prep like? Um, I'm sure so, you had to do research. Yeah. So I, I, I research as a living, like I'm a research analyst. Like seriously. <laughs> so that was not the, like, like I felt really good about my gear or whatever. Like I'm, I'm, I've always been into hiking gear and stuff. And there's like a really good subreddit called ultralight. So, you know, like I've, I've knew my base weight and what I needed. And like, I read about what people bring for these hikes and stuff like that. For me, what I was more concerned about was the physical side of things. And I mean, you go from zero to 100 and there's just no way, like, like I, it's like, it's like trying to prepare yourself to like get hit by a car. Like there's no way to do it. Like it's just, it's going to be such a shock to your body. Like I was, I was like walking nine to 10 miles a day every single day. And like, you know, maybe seven, like, so I tried to move my average up and it just like, you know, day one, I think I hiked 18 miles. And then every single day I was like 20 miles every single day. And then like, I mean, there was very few days under 20 over the, over the whole thing. And like, at the end, I feel like 25 was pretty much where, like, honestly, 25 felt like a low day at the end. It's, but I, I, I have no idea what the mileage is, but, like, you know, we did some 30s, we did some 35s, like, you know, I did a 38, I think was my longest day, but it's just really, it's impossible to, to really prepare your body for that. Your ankles and your knees are going to riot at you. In the beginning in New Mexico, every single day I woke up with a new pain. Every single day. Jeez. And every single day I just walked on the pain, and then tomorrow a new pain. And then it was like... Every night I'd go to sleep in pain, like just the sorest I've ever been, and I'd wake up and I'd do it again. And like after a while, your body does finally get used to it. And the um, they call it trail legs. And the reason why is because it gets to the point where you know may- maybe your feet will still hurt, but my my legs were never sore after a month. Um, wow. No soreness. You just get used to it. So. so- with uh like your sleeping situation was it just a tent did you hammock it what, what was that like? yeah i uh, i had a tent yeah a nice little a tiny little tent like it's like just <laughs> my body with essentially like uh if like that makes um, sense it, it literally like when i go to sleep it is <laughs> it is inches away from my face and my toes often touch the bottom of the tent so when it rained my feet would get wet which was okay you just kind of deal with that kind of stuff but like it's literally the bare minimum protection um, and, and frankly, like I actually really liked cowboy camping, which is like a total through hiker thing where it's like, you just sleep under the stars. You just like, just are open to nature. You just sleep outside. It's great, dude. Like it's yeah, a freeing, freeing feeling. Yeah. Freeing. Yeah. It's, it's like, you have to get over your fear. Like seriously, you have to just be like, you know, there's these bugs, there's these whatever, but it's just like, no dude, that's okay. Like I'm here. It's going to be fine. And you just like let go, like like everything. You just have to kind of like let go, and it's amazing. Like you get to wake up in the middle because you you know no one. I've never met anyone who actually sleeps through the entire night. Like, <laughs> no one gets like super restful sleep. But you wake up in the middle of the night to like go pee or something, and you look up and it's beautiful stars. Like it's it's amazing. You feel you feel really connected with nature. So um, that's that's so sweet, dude. Well, I, I wonder too. Like maybe it's a, it's a Texas thing. We don't have mountains, so we crave it. Like. I feel like the nature in Texas is not compared at all. Yeah, to I I don't know. It definitely does not. Um, I think for me at least, I got my first taste whenever I did uh, a portion of the Pacific Northwest Trail, which is like kind of a smaller. It's like an up and coming. It's like a hipster trail, honestly. Cool. Uh, I did like two hundred miles of that, and I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. Like I love this lifestyle. Like I love. Like there is no greater freedom every day. That's really what it comes out to. Like every single day, you wake up. And you're like, what am I going to do today? Like, you're you got to hike, obviously. Yeah. But everything yeah. else is just like, there's no schedule. There's no time. You can you can break if you want. You can do, like, whatever. Like, it does kind of become work at the end because you're like, I have to do these miles. But there's something really freeing about, like, you, you're just, like, you're just going with it. There's no, like, there's no path. There's no, like, deadline. You're just, you're just going in a direction every day. And, um, yeah, it, it, it feels like ultimate freedom, so... So you, you, you mentioned that, I mean, I read your forum about this, this crazy, awesome journey. Like, did you start out alone? Did you go with friends? I know you've met tons of people on this trail. 
Yeah, so I started out alone. Uh, originally, I was planning to meet up with one of my friends who I've hiked with quite a bit, um, and he's going to start me off. But for like family reasons, he couldn't come out. I was really actually happy in the end. I started like alone, alone because it helps you like it helps you not like cling to people and like that transition. Like in the beginning, it's like really awkward. Okay, it's really weird because you the first like three days, I had some real society withdrawals. Like the first, like I think Dang. the second night, I was scared as hell. I was like, what am I doing? Like. <laughs> I cannot believe this. I'm like, what? Like, and, 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 but don't forget, this is years of planning, years of safe, like years of preparation. And you're like, dude, I'm scared on night two. Like I'm boned. I'm screwed. Like you're you're just like, Oh my God. And you're like, I miss my mom. I miss my sister. I miss my friends. I don't even really talk to. I miss everyone and everything. I was like, Oh my God. Like, did you miss coach Jim? Dude, I, I I miss Coach Jim at that moment. I miss everything. Like a kid, like yeah, and it just like um in the beginning I slept alone for like a few nights. I finally um like I finally and it's like awkward too. It's like kind of like a speed dating thing in the beginning. Like you wanna like meet people, get to know them, yeah. and like and you kinda wanna like there's like a, a real need for connection between humans. No surprise there, right? So uh trail families kinda like form at the beginning, I'd say, and it's like and New Mexico's really easy, like as a state, it's very flat. Um, so it's, it was very social. It's probably the most social state. We're all together. And so you like kind of are like meeting new people and you're like, Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And you're like, Oh, what have you hiked before? And it's like, it's like this whole like weird speed dating thing. Like it's cool. You get to like meet all kinds of people. And I really, um, yeah. And so like you meet, you meet the cast of characters. And so like, this is how I described it. I felt like it was a a sitcom like it's the same cast of characters that just pop up over and over and over <laughs> like you like the last time i saw a dude was like in new mexico and i saw him like a thousand miles later i was like oh Holy my crap. god how are you doing dude what's up like and dude, like even trippy. if you met yeah even if you met him for like maybe only 45 minutes like you have a connection because like you were you're doing some shit like you guys are going you guys are hiking your ass off every single day you're out there you're living it no one else can understand what that feels like except for another through hiker um, and so you see another through hiker and you instantly have like, you have a bond, a connection, like they're your tribe. And, and it's just really cool. Like I love that so much. Um, and so, yeah, in the beginning you, you're just constantly like, su- like, you know, feeling people out, like trying to figure <laughs> things out. Like this was my first through hike too. So a lot of people, the CDT is often the third through hike. So a lot of people I hiked with wow. were super pros and this was my first one. So I'm like also trying to like figure out, figure out stuff like, but I did a lot of research. So like I kind of knew and like I, I made some tweaks, but I had it mostly dialed in from the beginning, but it still was just like a whole, it was a whole adjustment process. And like, you know, it's, it's hard to explain like, you know, how, how to get better at like just making, setting up your tent, putting it down and like just doing the routine stuff. And like in the beginning, it just doesn't feel like, you know, you're still trying at it. And then at some point you're just like, oh, this is my life now. <laughs> I'm really good at this. Like it isn't, you know, there's no, yeah. So. Same dude. Well, so through hike, if you were to define that, it just means like hiking over a period of time. So um, the technical definition of a through hike. And so everyone has their own thing. Uh, yeah. But it's to finish a hike um, in, in in one year, I think. So gotcha. and, and to finish the entirety of it. So you're going all the way through it. Um, so versus, versus like a section hike is just to do a section of it. Um, okay. and it's, yeah, there's like, and there's such thing. there's like a long ass, like it's called a lash, a long ass section hiker. <laughs> so like people can do like a thousand miles and get all, that's a lash, but, but there's something different about a through hiker where you're like, Oh, I'm committed. I'm committed to this whole damn thing. Like I'm doing, I'm doing it all. Um, and it's, it's cool. It's, yeah. it's different. Like you're even, even with the section hikers who are out there for like, I mean, it, it's just like a different feeling because you're out there for longer and how you feel about trail and how you feel about being outside changes. Like it was different in day 10 from day, like, you know, 30 to day hundred day hundred was very different. And then like, I think all in was like 140 something days. So like, you know, at the end it's a delirious mess, man. Like it's, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. So. Jeez. Yeah. So I, I assume like everyone starts in New Mexico and mm-hmm. the goal is to end up near Canada and Mont- Montana. So there's no matter when you go, are there just always people starting? Like there's always people starting on their journeys. So uh, there, most of the trails have kind of a time gate to start it. Cause you, you, you will be gotcha. stopped by, uh, by weather or like, for example, if 
uh, and one of the things that I really didn't like was the <laughs> snow in Colorado. And so if you go too quickly, you, you'll hit the snow. But if you go too slow, you'll get snowed on in Montana. So it's like a, it's like a very delicate time window that you're kind of racing um, both ways. So in the beginning, wow. you, you are trying to – like in the beginning, you're trying to go slow. And, and honestly, I thought I was going to go slower to begin with. But, my, but New Mexico was so flat. Then all of a sudden, it's like boom like melting snow from the spring and it was just terrible like like some of the hardest things i've ever done um and i thought i don't know i i was like when i when i started i was like i am not gonna like the cdt has a lot of different sections and stuff like different like it's very choose your own adventure which is very unlike all the other trails it has a lot of different alternatives and i was like i will hike every mile of the cdt like i'm a purist um, red or dead. There's a red line in the app that we all use called Gut Hook or Far Out now. Um, and we're like, we're doing it all the way. And then like the snow, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're going to hike your own hike. And hike your own hike is just means to like, you know, do your own thing for yourself. It, it's like, it could also be a polite way to say like, go fuck yourself. Like go hike your own hike. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, um, but, but, but everyone, everyone has their own like, and it, and you know, and we were talking about this a little bit before, uh, before the, the pod, but like, yeah, it's it's very internally motivated to do a through hike. Like you don't get any, you don't get any um, rewards. So everyone has to hike their own hike. And in Colorado, I was like, no, I do not want to do this crazy snow stuff. Like this is not for me. Like this is terrible, man. Like we spent like fourteen hours to hike thirteen miles. Like holy moly. And and so every every like fourth or fifth step, you like fall through the like you know, melting snow and you're like up to your knees and it's called post holing. And it's, it's, it's soul crushing, dude. You're just like, you're just fighting the snow. And then like all of a sudden you fall in and then you like pull yourself back up and you just, you're just trucking through this for like miles, miles and miles and miles and miles. And then, so there's this whole section that was like super snowed out. And I was like, Oh my God, I can't do this. So I took a, I took a lower route, but it was like, actually it was really, it was really humbling, like in a good way. Like it like, I don't know, it like deflated my ego. It made me like less like trying to prove myself. And I was like, no, just hike your own hike. Like take the like universal wisdom. Like that's the the through hiker saying really is hike your own hike. And I was like, just just hike your own hike. Like you gotta do your own thing. Like this is for you. This is not for anyone else. Like do what you wanna do. Um I love and, that. And, and yeah, and don't try to impress or don't try to do anything else. Like it's for you. So yeah. And we were talking too, like this this lifestyle that you live for four and a half months. It's it's a very simple lifestyle. I think that's so different considering the society we live in. It's so fast paced. There's so much to do. So much so much depends on a result. So I'm yeah. sure it's very freeing in that way. Yeah, it's. I would say the biggest difference is like you're bored all the time. Like if you hike twelve hours, like you're bored, man. You can't just like you can't just like fill your time with like. But you're fine with being bored. And then the other thing too that I think is like a big difference for me is like you sleep and you wake up with the sun, man. Like when it's dark outside, it's time to go to sleep. And people like people like don't even appreciate that at all because we've always been bored with lights. And I'm telling you, if you like truly go live a few months outside with no lights, like you will find your body just snaps into a rhythm, like almost immediately. Like it just feels natural and right. And then you come back into towns and you stay up late until like 11 and you're like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> and, and like, it's so easy to do it. Like the light yeah. will mess with your sleep. It's, it's just very like, you're like, whoa, this is like, this is meant to be like, we were built for this, you know? That's um, wild. And there's a lot of things like that where you're like, whoa, we're meant for this. Like this is, <laughs> I mean, we're maybe not quite meant for that big of a journey, but we're meant to to move and we're meant to, we have a lot of toughness in us that's underappreciated and it's cool to tap into that. Dude, I'm sure. What I mean, this is, I didn't write this question down, but how did the poop situation work? Like, did you use leaves? Or uh, how did that... Okay, so, <laughs> so I'll, I'll even, I even got a great, great little story um, about this one. Heck so yeah. uh, we, we have a, a cap. Like we have like a little like a little sh- shovel. My I have, mine is like made out of like the tiniest piece of aluminum. It weighs like 0.4 ounces. It's nothing. <laughs> then you like desperately scrape a hole in the ground. Uh, the leave no trace principle is like six inches. Um, I think under underneath. I will admit I didn't always make it to six inches. Sometimes it's just you know you're just doing your best. Sometimes the soil really sucks. Sometimes it's really easy. Like it just it always depends. So you dig a hole. You pop a squat, you wipe your business up, you hand sanitize your hands, 
and or maybe even wash them if you have extra water and like you know you're you're hanging out yeah. and then you yeah that's that's how it works but um there's a saying and i don't know where the saying began but it's like you're not a, a real through hiker till you shit your pants and like <laughs> and and your boy is a real through hiker yeah uh, but 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 not like you know not in an epic way but i got a little like i ate a bad burrito essentially and i was like oh my god and it was just terrible and I had to turn around actually. I, I was like one of the few times where like I went out on trail. Like so every like another way to think about through hiking is that you hit a town every few days and then you go back out. And then each time is like you're like, okay, I made it to the town. Like it's it's like little steps along the way. Yeah. It's really it's really satisfying. But it was like one of the few times where I went out on trail. So like I hitched back to trail. And you know, that's a whole process. You're like out there, sticking up your thumb, you're like, please get me back. And um this wasn't an easy hitch, if I remember correctly. But then I turned around. I was like, no, I can't do this. I have to turn around. So I turned around, and, um, and yeah, because I ran out of toilet paper. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to go through the most beautiful se- – like, seriously, one of the most beautiful sections of the entire trail. And I was like, I could be food poisoned. Or worse, I could have Giardia, which a lot of people got. Um, and I was like, and I have no idea. This would be terrible. So, yeah, so I turned around. Huge yeah. setback. Yeah. So how did you get your trail name, Hobo Toe? <laughs> okay so uh i'll have a whole little a whole little spiel about about um trail names right now i guess Heck yeah. so so trail names trail names are really weird uh i feel like you you can self-name yourself self but most people it's given to you um and so like in the beginning too when i was like through hiking because this is my first through hike uh people are like always trying to throw names at you they're like oh what about this what about this like you know and then you're like no i don't like this but like you literally you have to accept something okay if you don't do it long enough like a good example is this uh this girl i hiked with her name is no no and the reason why is because on the pacific crest trail she just kept being like no that's i don't i don't accept that as a trail name and so like at the end they're like fine your name's no no because you just ne- <laughs> like you just don't take any names that's so appropriate everyone just called her no no and she like she really likes it. it's a good name um and so like yeah you want to be you, you want it to be something unique you want to be like an experience um and yeah you want it to not just be like another you know scout or something or there's a lot of like religion or like birds there's so many people with bird names like huh. strange bird free bird long bird like so many birds cliche yeah, I I mean, I hope the bird the bird regime changes. I don't know what what's going on with that. Um so I was I was hiking in New Mexico uh, in the like the later half of the state and um uh, and so I hike with toe socks like in Gingies. I swear by them. I will swear by them forever because I don't get blisters when I hike with them. If I have normal socks, I will get blisters. In Gingies, will not get blisters. Wait, Super so happy. the the sock goes around each individual toe. Each individual toe. It's that a pain sounds, to to put on. Sounds like a game take changer. Off. Yeah, it is a game changer. It like it gives you like enough friction. I don't know. It just doesn't give you blisters. And so at one point, I like broke out of my toes, on my big toe and my pinky toes for both of my my for both of my pairs of socks. And I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, check out these hobo toes. And then the people I was hiking with like looked at each other and like, we're gonna we might call you that. I was like, oh, I don't know. We'll see. And I was like we'll see. I'm just like, and you know, you're just like trying to try on a name. And then, so, uh, it was before this town called grants in New Mexico. And so I go there and, um, I stayed across the street from everyone else. Cause I like, I got this discount on this hotel, super sick. And then my friends who I was hiking with, uh, Cloppy McGoober, which is like, they have like Cloppy and McGoober. No one has like, I don't, I don't even know their real names. Okay. Like that's, I don't <laughs> want to hear your government name. I only want to hear your trail name. Um, and Cloppy McGoober staying at like the, the motel six with like all the hikers, like the hiker hotel. And, and so at that point in time, they introduced every, they're like, by the way, Doug is now hobo Tell. So everyone now is like calling me hobo Tell, And I was like, well, there it is. Like, it stuck like you know it, felt it, right. and, yeah well and then i don't know if it felt right like i'm <laughs> like i like my name i don't like i don't like love my name where it's like this is my name right or die but it, like yeah. that's just it's my name though you know so um but yeah everyone started calling me hobato and then like that's it you know when everyone calls you that like if everyone is in if you can like like i know on the at people love to like kind of almost like throw names on people by just introducing them as their trail name and then you uh. know if enough people call you it that's it, man. You don't really have a choice in the matter. Um, but yeah, Hoboto for, for my Hobotos. And what's nice though is at least I'm like very consistent. Like after about 400 miles on a pair of Njinji toe socks, I break out of the big toes. And, um, so it, it, it happened like four more times. Wow. So, so yeah. 
So, um, I, I mean, I'm, it's even like hard to process on my end in the sense that like, this is insane. Like you're, there's, you don't have cars, you're hitchhiking yeah, and that you're, you're walking this whole, you're hiking this whole dang thing. Yeah. Just day after day after day after day after day, man. Like in the beginning, you're like, wow, I hiked 20 miles. And then at the end you're like 20 miles, man. Yeah. Like we're doing like, you know, at the end we're hiking 20, 27 miles every single day. And that was like a, that was like the pace that we decided was the most comfortable. Like this is, this is perfect. Like, and yeah, every single day we're just moving. And, and these days are long, man. You're doing 12, 14, 12 to 14 hours a day. Like you are out there, man. Like, and, and it's just really crazy. Like three of those days feel like a long day. Now imagine a hundred of those days. Like your time just totally changes. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's, it's impossible to like, I can just, I can talk to you about it all I want and I can tell you like, Oh my God, it was so great. And blah, 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 blah. And like, or is so terrible, blah, 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 blah. But like, there's no way to actually like really give you the lived experience. Like it's, For sure. it's just, it's just raw. It's an adventure. Like it's, it's so wild. Like you're, I don't know. It, it feels like you're on a quest. Like sometimes like seriously, it's like, like Legend like, of Zelda and Skyrim, yeah. bro. Yeah. No, a hundred percent, man. Um, except for your pet, you're playing the settings are ultra hard, man. Like ultra hard. It's not <laughs> yeah. easy. Like, so like when I came back to real life, I was like, Oh my God, this game's too easy, man. Like I'm not like, you know, I, I have a toilet whenever I want. I have as much yeah. food as I want. Like I don't have to think about stuff, you know, I can drive where I want. I have like free, like it was like, Whoa, there's like, you know, this isn't super hard mode where I'm like, Oh, this is, I only have like four cliff bars, some ramen and like a bag of chips for, for the rest of the day. Like, you know, it's very different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I, I'm, we were talking about this before we started recording, but like you're kind of saying it was an amazing experience and I'm sure it's an enlightening experience as well. But I think with experiences that are amazing in retrospect, it, it doesn't mean it was, it was all sunshine no. and rainbows or ups no. and downs. And that's kind of what creates an amazing experience. So Doug, like, I know that you've, you've probably had tons of lows out there, lots of highs. I was wondering if there were any moments where you were just feeling low, what was that like? What was that experience and how did you pick yourself back up? Yeah. So, uh, there's a phrase even for all this. It's like type one fun is fun to do fun to talk about after type two fun is not fun to do, but it's fun to talk about after. Uh, type yeah. three fun is not fun to do or talk about after, which see, but, 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 but the entire trip was type two fun to be clear. Like, you know, it, it uh, to set your expectations like correctly, like it's hard, man. Every single day is hard. It's, it's meaningful because it's hard. Um, and yeah, I had multiple lows, man. Uh, there is a phrase like highest highs and lowest lows. Like that's what you're out there for is to experience those highest highs and lowest lows. And the highs are really high and the lows are really low. So I think the biggest low I had was when I first hit Colorado and, uh, I really wanted to catch up with some friends who I've been hiking with like most of Colorado, uh, most of New Mexico with. And so, uh, there was like a, there was a logistics thing. So I went to hang out with some friends in Telluride, uh, because they had a cabin there and retrospect, I would, I wish I never left trail ever. Like you have to be selfish, but I came back. So I'm like trying to catch up with these guys. So I knew that they left that morning and I left it like three in the afternoon, but you know, it's, it's snow time. It's re- and I'm alone and I really had, don't have that much snow experience. Okay. Like I really don't. And you know, as the day gets, gets like harder throughout the day. Like it just becomes like harder and harder. Like the snow just is worse and worse. So you just fall in more and more. So a lot of people quit very early in the day, which is totally reasonable. But I was like, no, I want to see my friends. I got to hike with these people. You know, uh, I was not hiking my own hike. So I leave at like four. Um, I'm doing this, this stuff. I even meet some people who turned around. They're like, no, this is, this is too much for me. I'm like, no, I got to keep going. And um, eventually I just like I just keep hiking. I make a really dumb, I, I didn't stay high on the ridge line. I kind of went through, um, through like, I was like, Oh, that seems like a reasonable path. It really wasn't. Yeah. And then uh, I got stuck in a snow well or like a tree, sorry, tree well is the right word. So like trees around them actually have a little bit of heat. So that, that snow in particular is super, super bad. And so I fell in and, Oh geez. And so like, I'm like, you know, I'm like up to my waist or whatever. And that's like pretty typical. That's, that's normal post rolling. But I pulled myself up and then like I lost my shoe in in the snow. 
and it's like it's dude it's like deep dude it's like it's like a whole like leg thing deep and i don't have my shoe and i'm like okay obviously i have to get this shoe and so i am like trying to dig this shoe out and like it starts like pretty and like i'm still kind of half stuck and it starts like you know ha 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 and then i'm like trying to i can't pull it out dude i can't pull it out from the life of me and i'm like stuck in the snow i'm covered in wet snow i'm getting cold i like can't feel anything and then like i'm just still like and it just like is this moment of like infinite panic <laughs> makes sense Seriously, and, then, yeah. and so i'm like i'm digging out i like really uh, i take off my pack because i'm like oh man i'm really stuck in here and then i finally get my ice axe and i'm like i wrench it out I finally get out. I'm like, oh my god, thank god. Um, and then, and then I had to put my shoe back on and I have to like do and another you're alone, fifteen. Right? Yeah, I'm alone. I'm alone, Jeez. and I'm not like I'm just not mentally there. I was like, really, I was like, oh, I want to be with my friends. You know, I'm like, I'm not hiking my own hike. Like, I'm, I like have a lot of wants and 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 so at this point, I like have to, and then I have to keep walking across like 15 minutes of pro- across this snowfield. Like, it's a hard, you know, lot lot more post holing. I finally got to like a semi dry spot. And I just sit down and I take my shoes off because I'm like, I cannot feel anything. And I mean, not, not in like a like a numb way. Like, it feels like like my knee and below just doesn't exist. Like, just does uh, not exist uh, on, on, the sh- on the foot that, um, on the foot that, like, I lost my shoe on. And it was really scary, dude. So, actually, I was really shook, man. And it's, like, starting to get dark. And I'm just, like, I just keep hiking. And then, like, this this guy, I think Red's butt or whatever, he turns around. He's, like, I can't do this shit. Like, uh, I, I, I just came back from 25 miles ahead. And I just know there's 70 miles of hiking like this. And I, and like at this point I'm alone. I didn't like, you know, I was like, Oh my God, like I, I'm not going to catch up to them. I'm definitely not going to catch up to them. I'm alone. I like 70 miles of, of like crazy snow hiking. I don't really have snow hiking experience, man. And I have to do like, and I was just like, what the f- and like i can't feel my feet my feet are like completely you know i go to sleep that night can't can't feel my feet the the morning i like finally get some warmness in it but like my toes on that foot were numb for like 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 just raw numb for like two and a half weeks after that would be um, scary too yeah so i'm like oh sh- i just had nerve damage like yeah <laughs> like you know and, and and so that i just remember being in my um my tent and I like slept up on this high saddle and it's like really exposed. And I'm just like, I I just like cry. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this is the most insane shit I've ever done in my entire life. This is so like, I am, um, I'm alone. I I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, I, I'm just like overwhelmed. I'm like, I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not like, I can't through hike. Like, you know, like, I'm not like, I like, what the fuck? I'm not good at this. Like, and, and like, it's, it shakes you like how you view yourself, how you like your ego, everything, man. And it really shook me. So I actually turned around. Uh, my mom was in the area because she like was giving me a ride. So I actually got, I was like, mom, get me off this trail, get me off this trail. Like, seriously, I, I, I just cannot do this anymore. Yeah. And I, and I wanted to quit, man. I really wanted to quit. Um, and, um, so my mom had, uh, she, she was going to go drive to Crater Lake in, in California. So she had like some time built into her schedule and we just hung out for two days. And during those two days, I essentially was just like nonverbal in a hotel bed, like trying to get my, my shit back together. I was so shook after so shook. Um, and wow. getting out of it, I don't even know. Like I was really, I was really shook and I just kind of like, it really wrecked my ego and it made me also like not hold on to that ego as much if that makes sense to me like you're just a hiker dude you're just a guy you're just a, you know don't get don't like ever get ahead of yourself um and and i just like i was like don't quit um never quit on a bad day is a through how you're saying it's like you got to do because like there's highs and lows so you just like you got to keep going uh so i took a, another route actually that's like a lot lower with less snow which like was a you know really wrecked me man i was like dude i, I was like i wanted to be a through hiker man i was like oh my god yeah. i'm taking the easy route out um, and, and it was just really like, it was really hard, but I just kept going, man. Like when you're going through hell, you got to keep going. You just have to, you, and, and so day by day, I just kept going. I was really shook. Um, but it took time to rebuild that confidence and, and, and yeah, confidence is so big and everything. I felt like just a weaker hiker from it. Like, I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. And yeah, you start to doubt. Yeah. Um, and so that was, that was really hard, man. It took me. I honestly, that low took me about probably two weeks to like, just get back to normal. I was like pretty shook for two weeks. And then there were other lows too, where I'm just like, that that for sure was the biggest low, but there were other lows too, where I was just, um, I was just really alone. Um, or I was really, um, 
I was really tired, man. Like you get really, really tired. You get really burnt out off trail. There's just, you know, you can't do that much without not feeling um, down sometimes. And, so, and and the thing that's really frustrating or like really hard with trail is like um, if you, you, you can't flip the channel. You have to just keep yeah. going. You, you know, you can't just be like, well, you know, I can just go watch some TV or something and I'll feel better after some sleep tomorrow. It's like, no, you're going to go, you're going to feel bad tonight because you're hungry or you don't feel good about yourself and you're going to wake up tomorrow in your tent and you got to still, like you're still in the situation every single day. And you just have to keep going, man. Like the persistence thing is for real. No matter how low it is, you will eventually turn that corner. Um, you just have to keep going. You have to have like true faith in that, in my opinion. And then the highs will come back. There'll be highs. There'll be so high. You'll be like, what, why was I even doubting myself? Yeah. Like, I, I don't even remember that low. Yeah. But, but like, that's all part of the journey. It's all part of the journey. The highest highs, the lowest lows. And you have to just keep going to experience both. Dude, this sounds like such a great analogy for life, like this whole journey that you went on. Because, like, I feel like, I mean, we haven't talked in years, but, like, this experience was, like, you were stuck in it and you had to keep freaking going. Like, you couldn't just turn on the TV. Do you do you feel like going through that terrible situation, like, after you came back home and you're living normal life now, like, you feel like you can cope with life better or you can take on life yeah, more? Yeah, dude. Um, like you learned some cool skills, I bet. Yeah, I would say my 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 pain game, my 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 ability to suffer is a lot higher. Um, <laughs> Your pain tolerance. <laughs> yeah, my pain game is huge. Uh, no, no, but but on top of that, man, is mo- most of the problems in our lives are, are pretty trivial. Um, usually, it's something in our head, right? Never are we ever actually. I mean, some people actually do have real hard problems where they are hungry, they don't have shelter, they don't feel safe. Like that is a real problem. Um, if it, if it costs you money or if it's inconvenient, like, like, and obviously if you're bankrupt, that's a whole other thing, but yeah. like, if it's something that you can replenish and do over again, that it's just time or effort or, or part of your day, that is a problem that can be solved and that's okay. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just totally. time or money or inconvenience. It's not, it's not the end of the world. Um, that, that's how I feel like with almost every problem now, like the problems I face on trail I was like, oh no, I'm hungry. I'm hungry and I ran out of food. Like that's a real problem, yeah. dude. That is that's real. Like that is not the kind of problems we go through in a normal life. And it puts things in, into perspective. So most of the problems feel completely trivial. Um, but you don't get to, I, you know, I get to say that, which is really cute and quaint, but like, it, yeah, it sounds awesome. It sounds awesome, right? Like, oh, it's just time and, you know, you just got to feel better about it. Like, who cares? But like, no, you, you have to, you have to like have that perspective of like, no, this is what, this is like, you're scared of your, for your life, man. Like I'm running from a wildfire or something, or like one of my friends got charged by a bear. Like that is, that is, that is, that's not fucking scary. That's insane. Yeah. Right. Then you come back to normal life and you're like, you know, what, what are the problems? I don't even know. There's like, I'm a trying Karen to, at the grocery store. Yeah. Someone was rude to me on my <laughs> uh, yeah, workers, you know, I got or like so someone offended. Cut, yeah. Someone cut me off when I was driving. I'm like, who cares? Like yeah. these are, you know, like, and, and don't like, I, I just try not to give the energy to it, like not get a rise out of it. I, I think that that perspective was huge. And there's like a lot of self-confidence and self-possession from that. Um, you just come away where you just like the problems of your life are not as intense as you thought. And there's so many like beautiful, cool things. And there's like magic in every single moment of every single day. And when you're hiking and you're hungry and you're like, you know, getting a Dr. Pepper will make your day. Like you're like, oh my God, life's amazing. Um, and I feel like in that, we don't let that opportunity for joy in a day-to-day life, if that makes sense. Like, you know, you, you, you get cool stuff all the time. Like someone, someone might compliment you or say something nice about you. Or maybe, maybe you like meet up with a friend and you really vibe or you like, you have a really good interaction and you just kind of like, okay, cool. Like you don't let it like be special. Yeah. Um, and when you have nothing, it or not nothing, nothing. But when you're when you're out there, man, those little moments are really special, and you really cherish them. And and that that's like an also like a huge perspective too. Like you you find the the beauty in the little things. Take us through some of the the high moments. What are there any few memories? Maybe you're at the top of a mountain and you're just feeling awesome, or Dr Pepper sesh. Um. Yeah, I'm just. There's like a lot of little ones, a lot of yeah, and like the lows are are very big. I feel like yeah, the, but the highs are like really small moments um, that are really beautiful or really awesome. Um, there was 
this little bit of time where um, me and the three people I finished, like the, the trail family I had right at the end, we're all just hanging out at a lake in Glacier National Park. Um, and we're just like spending the time together. It was like one of the most beautiful sunsets of my life. And that moment is something that, and like we had a really easy schedule. So we only had like had to hike 13 miles that day. Cause like in the national parks, you have um, a schedule you have to be part of. They want you to like, you know, camp at these campsites. And so we, we just hung out for, and we just shot the shit for, for like eight hours. And we just like spent the time in each other's company. And it was amazing. Like it was a really special moment. Um, I, yeah, that was really awesome. I had a really awesome time in Yellowstone with my friend Dusty um, just for like a variety of goofball reasons. There's just like <laughs> moments where you're just like, you're just having fun. Like, and, and, and I want to say it's like the, those little moments with the people that you're, you're with is really what, like the person, the people that you're with is what makes a moment really special. Um, and then there's like a lot of moments when we were just like on top of a mountain, like walking on this crazy mountain. It's like 360 views in Colorado. You're being blown back and you're like, this is the most beautiful, most adventurous, coolest moment of my entire freaking life. And then it like keeps going. It keeps going for like five hours. You're like, this is amazing. This is, this is so, this is like what it means to be alive. And you're just like, and I'm here and I'm here living it in this moment. And it's just, it feels cool. Um, and then the kindness of stranger stuff is really cool. Like just, just like trail magic. Like when I was feeling really low, actually a perfect example of after that, that snow day, like I had to go off trail for like two days, came back on. I took a lower route, walked through Platoro. I'm like essentially like getting water at this campsite and there's like a lot of people camping and and these guys were like, Hey, what's up? Like, come come have a beer with us. So like I had some oh, beer epic. with them and then I had like, they gave me some mangoes. Like they, they like, I smoked some weed with them. Like it was just like, a go. really cool, awesome. Like, like we, vi- we had a huge vibe <laughs> session. It was just like, and I was like, thanks guys. Like I really, <laughs> and it, was, and it was like, it was like set, I think it was like seven or eight people. And it, it was just a cool human experience of like meeting someone, connecting with them and like, I mean, never seeing them again, but in that moment, I really needed and appreciate them. And for that, you know, those, those little special moments of kindness are super, super important. So, dude, dude, I love it. Um, so you finished the trail, wasn't it like two months ago or when did you finish? Uh, September 10th. So it, the time's flying, man. It's kind of scary, dude. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's three, four months ago. Four months ago and it doesn't feel it feels like a whole nother life that i lived that was like tucked away and the first month was really rough but now it's been a few months i'm like acclimated i feel like i still have those experiences but i'm just not that same like person like i just feel like i'm back to the grind you know days are just passing by they don't really mean stuff when when on trail you know a week was like a whole a whole freaking adventure, man. Yeah, you'd be so in another much. town. Yeah, you'd be in another town. You'd have hiked probably 125 miles or something like that. A whole new set of experiences. Hitching both ways, you know, food, town food, um, potential to just, like, meet up with friends in town that you haven't seen or, like, that's probably the, like, when you're hiking, actually, it's really hard to see other people because you have to pass them. And if you're all going in the same direction at a similar speed, <laughs> you have to be either really fast or really slow. Um, so, so maybe you'll see some people, but, like, you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere with no one um, if you're just chilling and hiking. Dang. Um, so, so yeah, each week meant so much, and now the weeks go by, and I barely, like, I feel like I don't even register them. <laughs> so what are you up to now, Doug? Uh, that's a great question. I um, I write a substack about semiconductor investing, <laughs> which <yeah>. sounds like, <laughs> well, my favorite part is, you know, I explain it's like, Oh, I just hiked the CDT. I lived, you know, <laughs> lived outside for like almost five months, like doing all this crazy stuff, saw all these amazing mountains and all this stuff. And now I write a semiconductor investing substack. <laughs> it's just like very, like very, like one eighty. But yeah, um, pretty much I, I do an extension of what I used to do, focus on investing, but in a particular niche of semiconductors where I, I have like um, a good perspective or good takes on. And so um, my clients pay me for analysis and information about semiconductor companies. And that's what I do. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. It's like, it's a great gig. I can't, I can't complain at all, but <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I wish I was out there hiking instead. Dude, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure it's been nice to have a little bit of a breather too, but 
what what does the future look like like are there any other hiking adventures i mean obviously yes but what what are you looking at dude i don't know man I, I, I don't plan for the future. It's always so one fickle. One day at a time. No, seriously, one day at a time, man. You can have all these plans in your head, and then the next day comes, and then, boom, your plans are crushed or something changes, right? Um, I have some. I would like to do the PCT sometime in the next five years. I, I think what's going to happen is there will be a natural time that's a transition in my life, and then I will, like, I will know when it's time. Um, but in the meantime, I'm sure I'll be hiking all you know, in the summers and doing like shorter hikes. Yeah. Uh, I'll be living my life day to day, doing my best to write the sub stack, trying to be present, um, live a meaningful and happy life. Dude. Love it, man. Well, Doug, thank you so much for like coming here and just like letting me pick your brain about this wild journey you've been on. Yeah. Thank you so much. If you, and just for anyone who's listening, if you have, have an inkling of doing a through hike, whether it's the Appalachian trail, the Pacific crest trail, or the CDT, Probably don't do the CDT first, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> that is like straight up, it's not a beginner friendly trail. Like, uh, it was pretty bold. But, but if you have an inkling, you should do it. It's an amazing transformative experience. You will get to keep this for the rest of your life. Nothing will ever change that. No one can take that away. And the, the feelings of self possession and self confidence and knowing that you can do it and like just living life in a way that is so exciting so freeing and and don't forget it's really hard don't forget you hike 14 hours a day that's really really hard um but if you have like if you're like hey this is what i want to do or have you ever been interested in it do it just do it don't don't worry about it just do it like do it now <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, you heard it yeah so that's 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 my 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 spiel so dude i love it well uh one last question i guess is dr pepper tastes better on the trail than it does yeah Hundred yeah, percent. Everything sugar food tastes better, man. Everything <laughs> does. Everything yeah. does, man. They appreciate it. Oh man, in ways, it's not the same, dude. It's not the same. It's all not the same since I've come back. It's like it can be nicer food, but it just doesn't taste as good. It just doesn't. And and like, we're starving, dude. We're starving, man. <laughs> we're so hungry. And you get that meal, you're just like, oh my god. Like your body just floods with happiness and relief. It just is not the same. Now you're like, oh, should I eat some more? <laughs> so. Dude, well, Doug, thanks again, man. I I look exactly. forward to, I mean, staying connected, and I, I just am excited to see where life takes you. Yeah, dude, you too, man. I appreciate this this uh, podcast, and I appreciate you very much, man. Thanks, so. homie. Love you, man. Thanks, we'll dude. take it easy. You too.